welcome to Anyway That's All I Got, your mustache joke where we talk about all of the stuff related to movies. We talk about movies and occasionally try to sound like we know what we're talking about. I am Sam Nolan. Who are you? I am Anthony Pataglia, and I'm here to movie. That's right. Movie Impossible. Hey there, secret agent. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, I'm Secret Agent. My name's Jason. Secret, Secret Agent Man. Jason. Oh, Whoa. wow. We're on the same page. Wow. Two birds. You see, pages see shows. I'm just, I'm a foreign spy. We're back again. Uh, it's, we, we had to take another week off. Uh, we're sorry about that. We know this show has been really inconsistent. Um, we got a, some stuff to figure out. And I think I think we should address it right up front. So uh, we do have we have an announcement to make before we get into our normal uh, f- uh, franchise breakdown. So and so after this episode, we are going to be taking a short break. Um, it should be it's it, around a month, maybe like a month and two weeks or something like that. Won't be too long, but we need a little time to like sort of sort of regroup because this show's like been barely getting out every <laughs> yeah. week. It's it's a rush. It's 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 a lot, uh, and with the <clears throat> upcoming fall season and everything, we thought it might be a good time just to take a little hiatus, just to just to get our bearings again. Uh, but we will be back sometime before the end of September. So rest assured, uh, we won't be gone for long. But enough of that. Uh, the summer. Is in full effect, isn't it, guys? Oh, yeah. Full swing. Full swing, that's right. And one of the biggest uh, anticipated movies of the summer, uh, financially and critically, as it turns out, was the latest Mission colon Impossible movie, Dash Fallout. You've Uh, probably seen the commercials for it, where it says... With the Imagine Dragons. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then going down to 98 97, yeah. <laughs> 96. They changed the commercial so much. Man. With the rating. They even got a countdown outside the movie. <laughs> How about the But yes, it's the it's the sixth installment of the long running Mission Impossible franchise. It's been going for twenty two years. We thought that'd be plenty of material for us to uh uh sink our teeth into. Because we were all I think we were all reasonably excited for the new one, right? Yeah, uh, it was actually one of my most anticipated movies of the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I was very excited. To like see that it. Imagine Dragons song? Oh, no. I, okay. I hate that song. I hate Imagine <laughs> Dragons. Let me just say oh. they're my least favorite band in the world. Mm. Nice. <clears throat> well, I don't love them either, but yeah, it was that, also the trailer that got me. Sizzling. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a really good trailer. Oh, yeah. Like in the theater, because I go to the movies a lot. So I, I think see this trailer like twice on, a week. Yeah, to be honest, it was the Henry Cavill. Yeah, he re- shoulder, he reloads his arms. Yeah, he reloads. <laughs> That's what got me. Yeah. That's yeah. what got me and in then, the seats. You know what? Premier night. We'll talk about that scene when we get there. Yeah. Because sure, yeah. I have thoughts on it. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, we're all excited to see like who's gonna be the newest team member, you know? Mm-hmm. What kind of espionage stuff is gonna happen? What insane stunt is Tom Cruise gonna pull this yeah, time? Yeah, that's basically what these movies are. It's and like, what's what? the deal with Henry Cavill's mustache? And, and that's that. That is biggest... a question everyone's been wondering. Yeah. Not in not, not, not a crazy. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> Caused quite a ruckus yeah, back when that old really Justice did. League movie came out. But oh well, let's let's slowly let's build to the to this to the to the mustache of steel, shall we? It's kind of how the movies go; they just build to the mustache to of the, steel from yeah. like least crazy to like <laughs> crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. They kind of do, yeah. But where, you want to know where it all began, really? In <clears throat> 1966, the TV oh, show. Oh yes, that's where yep. it all. That's where it really began. Yep. The the TV series uh, created by Bruce Geller 
uh, just called Mission Impossible. And like, very similar to the movies, it's IMF, the Impossible Missions Force. Every week they solve a new world Wait, catastrophe. is that actually what it's called? Because I wrote something down. I was like, what does IMF stand for? Probably Impossible They literally they say it a couple it times. Really? Okay. In the, in the I, movies. I thought I was being clever and I was like, what does it stand for? Impossible Mission Finders? <laughs> Because like, they always seem to write, find write it. Write that down. I'm going to delete that off my phone now. I feel, I, I feel stupid. Well, you'd be correct, my friend. Yes, the Impossible Missions Force. Uh, the crack squad of secret agents saving the world without us even knowing about it. Um, and I actually, I did, I watched a few episodes of this in preparation just to get a sense Good, of it. Because I did. Yes. Have you ever seen any of them? I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah. I've I've never seen like a season, but I've seen episodes. Yeah. I I watched like two of them. And for all I know, I just I watched the two weird ones. But the sense I kept getting was uh it's it's very like just sort of a just sort of an episodic like cop show almost. It's kind of procedural here. Except they happen to be like epic world saving heroes mm-hmm. uh, and they play it very earnestly most of the time they're like well we save the world want to go get a get a cold so it, or is, something? it is like saving the world still well yeah the, More or like, less. The, the whole the, the, world affairs okay yeah it's like the their main i think the main point that i always picked up on from the show and the movies is that this incredible team does this incredible thing and nobody knows about it mm-hmm. and right. I, I think both the show and the movie they, they keep it, you know, grounded in a way mm-hmm. with that idea. Yeah, and, and as time goes on, they've, they've explored that idea more, yeah. which I'm excited to talk about. But um, <clears throat> the reason I'm going into detail on this cause, uh, is because I think it's very interesting to see, like, the impact that the show had on the movies, or at least from what I can tell it did, based on the few things I see. Uh, it, it all really started, the movies we're going to talk about, those started with a, with a young up-and-coming actor named Tom Cruise, who you may have heard of for his action movie performances, <clears throat> who was a childhood fan of the show way back. Oh, and who knows great. when. Yeah, and, and so Aww. little, little Tom, yeah, and uh, developed, or not developed, started his own production company in the 90s uh, with Paula Wagner, his uh, producing partner, and it was Cruise slash Wagner Productions, go figure. I, yeah, I saw that yeah. in the Mission He's a Impossible producer. too. Those would be credits, the credits, like, Jason. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know. And so, in like, and so, sometime in the early '90s, Tom Cruise said, "You know, I want to make. I just started this company. What do I want the first movie to be? I know. I'll make a movie version of that show I loved as a kid, Mission Impossible, uh, and sort of just did it." Like, it sort of just came about. He literally, like, called Brian De Palma on the phone and said, hey, Brian, you want to direct a Mission Impossible movie? Brian's like, okay. (laughs) That's about all I've I've been able to figure out. Um, Good for him, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was bored after Carlito's Way or something. That must have been (laughs) what happened. Um, Yeah, it was was actually, like, a somewhat troubled production, especially with the script. They just couldn't quite figure out, and some would argue they never did. Uh, It's completed, and here we are. So the the plot, the basic idea, this is actually the most interesting part. So uh, it's the Impossible Missions Force. It's very, very workplace-like at the beginning, you know. Um, And they go to to Prague to, like, stop someone from doing a thingy. And 
That's there's no uh, there's no more in depth way of describing that's, it than that's just kind of how I think I, that's how I roll with it's kind of all you need yeah because there's there's no you know there's no depth with the writing at least in the early stages bad guy has a thingy that can do a thingy a bad thingy and they gotta stop it and that's about all you need to know it's got you know the the whole crew and they're led by John Voight yeah plays Jim Phelps who's actually the character from the original TV show. So this is like an actual continuation. It's not like a remake. That's the wow. most interesting part is it's the grown-up version of this character, originally played by Peter Graves, but I can buy the transformation from yeah. Peter Graves to uh, John Voight. And so, you know, they go, everything's going fine, and then suddenly Emilio Estevez yeah. gets impaled on an elevator. On an elevator. That was that was rough for me. To, I watched this when I was very young. I was like, whoa! Yeah. That went through his face. Through like you see it for a second, it's yeah. crazy. It's odd. Jason's got. This I don't. <laughs> it has been very long since I've seen this. All of the other ones I've watched, I watched very recently. Sure. Yeah. Except for this one, mm. I cannot remember. I mean, one, one of the Estevez is yeah. getting a, <laughs> getting a thing through his face. Through his face, it was. Wow. Yeah, I was like, whoa. One of them. Yeah. They they There's start three of them. They start to realize uh, that something's going wrong, and slowly all the agents start getting picked off mm-hmm. except for Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise and the rest too fast. Yeah. He runs too fast <laughs> with, those, yeah. with those karate chop, karate chop, the flipper hands. That is a yeah. staple. That's of what action is. movies is. of Tom Cruise of action movies. I think of action movies. Just is the Tom Cruise <laughs> run slash jump. Yeah. Oh, he started it. Neil, my, are they awesome? All right, go on. <laughs> go on. Yeah. And it, it sort of goes from there. It's, yeah. you know, spy stuff. Um, not actually really that action-packed until the end. Like, this this whole movie is very different from what we know the franchise as today, mm-hmm. which is the big, giant, like, you know, practical effect action extravaganza. Right. It's actually rather subdued. Yeah, I'd call it... I wouldn't call it an action movie. I'd call it a suspense thriller. Yeah. Because the 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 most iconic scene people refer to is where he, he's he kind of... Bungies down, and he's on the string, and he he's you know there's he sweats, and then he catches it somehow, <laughs> and then and then John Renault is up there holding With a the knife, rope, and then this rat, yeah, this freaking rat <laughs> comes up and starts like nibbling on John Renault's ear, and it's so tense. It's like I really love that. That's probably the only reason I like this movie. I, I was I'm not amazed with this movie. It's good. It's fine. But yeah, that I, scene is like really well done and really like captivating. You've never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that's probably the only reason this franchise started off on a good It's because film. of that scene. Because of that scene. I think you're it's the most iconic scene of the whole series. Still, probably I think. Yeah. Or either that it's or up the there. Burj Khalifa scene, which is insane. It's it's even more insane than the end where a hel- where Tom Cruise that jumps off a helicopter uh-huh. onto a plane. They got a wind machine that went that blew 140 mile an hour winds to make that scene. It's crazy. That's like that's the thing. That's crazy. It, it's sort of like the common conception that the big practical stunts are the new thing for the franchise. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it since the beginning. There's a scene in Mission Impossible One where like a fish tank explodes. Because mm-hmm. uh, Tom Cruise has exploding exploding gun. gun for no reason, by the way. Like I can't imagine well, any situation. They set it up earlier with like Emilio. He's like, oh, put those, put the two cars together. No, I know how it works. I don't know. I, I can't imagine <laughs> what situation you need exploding gum. But regardless, especially accidental, just like oh, yeah, wow, my breath stinks. There you Oops. Go. 
But re- face. regardless, fish tank explodes, glass flies it everywhere. It looked good. Yeah. That was completely real. Yeah, definitely. Slow motion. And Brian De Palma and Tom Cruise were like at odds with each other throughout a lot of the production. Brian was like, Tom, you know, we have stuntmen. Like, you yeah. don't have to do this. He did his own stunts. That's the best part about these movies. That's the best part about Tom Cruise. He does this in all of his movies. Yeah. I, he, he said in an interview one time, he said, like, I don't like faking it. Mm-hmm. I don't like having someone else do it for me. I want this to be real, no matter how precarious or life-threatening it may be. And you know what? He's he, got to put his money where his mouth is. I think always, it matters. He always one-ups it. He I always tries it to. Yeah. And it, yeah, it does. It, I, it adds a lot to the movies, I think. Yeah. So this... We, we sort of already said it, but I think the biggest question is because it's so different, even like right, even in part two, it sort of became like the, the less evolved version of what we know it now is. Uh, this one sort of sticks out. Does it hold up? I think it does. It is, it is well acted, well directed. Mm-hmm. And I think despite script problems, I think it is pretty well written. Yeah. I, I bought a lot of the twists and turns, and the the only the only thing I don't like is that they they flew a helicopter in a tunnel and it didn't immediately <laughs> explode. Like that was really stupid to me. And I was like, oh come on! And then it gets really close to his face. I'm like, okay, this is so dumb. Like the how helicopter we, blade is ridiculously sharp. Yeah, it's, it's like this. That's not how anything works. This is like a it, that was cartoonish, but overall, I think it is a fun and uh, entertaining movie. Honestly, it's kind of refreshing in a way when you compare it to all these other like you know mm-hmm. mile a minute all this stuff is going this is actually slow and sort of contemplative mm-hmm. like I mean I, the movie's like 22 years old so I guess we can reveal what happens it's sort of a surprise but uh, turns out Ethan thought that Jim Phelps John Voight was killed turns out he was the one who organized oh, it oh no and it's <laughs> no. That, and it's like you're Whoa. heartbroken and that was actually like a bigger deal than it sounds like because it's this character who's been in the show for like a collective eight or nine seasons of TV uh, and is suddenly like going against everything he, this this character, not the actor, but the character has been fighting for for uh, decades. And the original cast who were still alive, they were pissed. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Earlier when you said that he was the same character from the original. I was like, but he's the bad guy. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Is, that okay? is, is he actually, like, is his actually, the, or is he, is he actually the character or is it just like a, uh, kind of a nod? It's meant to be the same character. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Cause that's, character. that's, that would kind of suck. Yeah. I don't think I would like that. Yeah. That's kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of, well, I think what, so what they're going for is like, they, they have the villain monologue. It's sort of thin, but basically what John Boyd gets at is like, um, yeah, you know, we did our job for a while. It was during the Cold War and everything. Uh, but then it ended, and we're not really doing much anymore. Even that stuff in Prague was not really a big deal. It was just sort of a heist. And so I guess lateral move, I murder everyone mm-hmm. and fake my own death. It's it's really like that That does not work completely. And In fact, I think that's really the biggest problem with this movie is just the plot. And in yeah. fact, I'm going to probably say this about every single one of them. Yeah. You, they need to be a little easier to follow, <laughs> just a little. Yeah, just we were we were kind of talking before this. Like, I can't follow Mission Impossible movies at all. Yeah. They they hit you with the cool opening action scene mm-hmm. that gets me all distracted for when they <laughs> just drop all of the 
plot. Well, there's the a lot of exposition in all of the movies. All, like, they'll have the big action scene, and then they'll get a call, and mm-hmm. then they'll drop all Next of job. the info that you that yeah. you need. And if you like, aren't paying attention, you'll miss it all. Yeah, I I'm terrible at watching these movies. I just I just go for the Tom Cruise action, man. That's that's all I'm here for. Uh, they I think they all had that problem to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. So, but but again, this movie it's suspenseful. I mean, it's De Palma, who's very like not doesn't get enough credit for being like really goddamn suspenseful. Yeah, like like have you never seen Blowout or uh, I've seen Blowout, yeah. or or Sisters? Only seen Blowout or Carrie. <laughs> um, yeah, De Palma knows suspense. Yeah, he, Blowout. Is he has openly said suspenseful. like, yeah, I'm am I'm, I'm trying to be Hitchcock. <laughs> I'm like, you're you're cool. not where, doing where a bad job. Yeah, yeah, because. I think I don't think anybody he he knows how to adapt to the times like Mission Impossible one that like that felt like a '90s movie yeah and he but he brought it to his his style of suspense and it it worked really well it's it's a really unique movie it is yeah there's not there's not a whole lot kind of like it like if you just hear the plot it might sound sound kind of formulaic but like everything from the way it's shot and everything mm-hmm. um, and just sort of sort of the way the story is told and yeah. how they accumulate new casts. Uh, members like you get the Ving Rhames who's appeared yeah. in every movie shows up here and they don't like each other yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's in them Except he's kind of weird in two oh. so there's something off well, about him I don't think they decided what they wanted to do with him until four yeah like he, he just seemed like he's just kind of he there. seemed different in yeah. every movie until four and then he's been the same yeah he was he was only in four for half a second yeah, exactly we're, we're getting into the future a little bit yeah. but yeah that's so that's the first one uh, not bad Honestly, I agree. Uh, that's I think that's sort of what we're getting at here. Worth revisiting, if only for the for the contrast. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's go let's go four years into the into the past future or whatever. I don't know why I made that so uh, convoluted, <laughs> but we're talking about Mission Impossible Two. So the first one came out. It was a success. Uh, generally, pretty well liked. Made money. And so they said, all right, cool, let's do another one. And Tom Cruise, big creative voice in this, said, okay, I want to get a different director. Here's what we're going to do. And there were a few names, but the one they ultimately settled on was John Woo, who's known for a very particular type of action movie. Uh, the insane kind, <laughs> the insane but like really slow motion zooms, doves, explosions, explosions like really gunfight. A crazy John Travolta. If, if you've never seen Broken Arrow, do yourself a favor. I need to see that. It now. is the funniest John Travolta performance I've ever seen, even more than like Battlefield or <laughs> Face Off thing. I haven't seen Face Off. Face Off, off is there. hilarious. Face Off is also John Woo. Then. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is John Woo. Yeah. I don't like John Woo then, I guess. <laughs> oh, how about that? Yeah, but you know, worked worked in uh, Hong Kong for a while, but he's mostly known for his like American stuff. Uh, your hard targets. <laughs> your face-offs, your broken boiling arms. point, boiling hard boil, hard boil. Yeah, sorry, that's <laughs> that's Hong Kong. Point. Yeah, um, and your Mission Impossible twos. So this this movie is very notorious as uh, being the worst in the MI series. Spoiler: It is. It it, it is. is. It's it the is, it's yeah. the worst one. But I think there's. I don't know. It's hard to I know what it. to make of this one. I liked it. It's it's the worst, <laughs> and it's bad, but I liked it a is, lot. Is it a Jason It's movie? kind of a Jason movie. Oh. I think maybe all John Woo movies might be a Jason movie, because I've never seen I, Face Off. Face I, Off sounds awesome. You should Broken watch Arrow Face Off. Awesome. <laughs> Broken crazy. Arrow is a Jason movie. I can yeah. almost but, guarantee it. And Mission Impossible 2 is pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, 
I'll, I'll, I'll pull out it starts with it, it starts with Ethan smile. climbing up a rock face, which, which he actually, he actually did, did, by the way. Yeah, it's and he just nonchalantly just. Well, while Ico yeah. Ico is playing. Oh my god! Yeah, is a reference I thought that's, to Rain Did you guys Man. like that scene? It's I, I silly. Liked it. It's silly. I thought it was because, so stupid. No, and I thought it's it was like we need him to do something cool. How about he climbs a rock? Oh, that was like, totally Tom Cruise. No, no like, sense. It's like long hair Tom Cruise. Just yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Doesn't have yeah. the buzz cut anymore. Suka suka nata. John John Woo was like, no, you don't need to do this, mm. and and not not even to mention John Woo's afraid of heights. Mm. Couldn't really? watch Tom Cruise okay. do it. it. Was like directing through, you know, off off this side of the mouth, you know, direction or whatever. Goes up to the top, puts on the sunglasses. Oh, no. Some some guy in a helicopter. No, the helicopter. Yeah. They, they launch they, an they RPG. Launch a missile at him. <laughs> RPG oh. looking. Capsule that's yeah. holding a pair of sunglasses looks like spy gear mm-hmm. stuff you'd buy in like a I don't know like a toy hot. magazine. Yeah, <laughs> he puts it on. The camera pans <laughs> while he's watching it. You, you can, can totally see, the camera. see the camera. Yeah, it's you the funniest it thing. For like yeah. a good five seconds that yeah. you can see the camera <laughs> dead in in the reflection. And then he takes them off and throws them at, at the camera. Making and eye contact. Explode. And then they and explode. explode into the and then it starts sequence. in the credits. This movie oh, is the it's 80s great. movie. Like this, I thought this was no, an 80s you were, movie. You were saying yeah. um, that Mission Impossible 1 is like a is like a, a good 90s yeah. movie. This is like a bad 90s movie. <laughs> I think it's a bad 80s bad movie. 80, or a bad 80s movie. Like, I think this is up it's there with like the great. worst of Sylvester Stallone in the 80s. Yeah. Like this movie, it just with the, I'm just, opening alone is ridiculous and it makes no sense. It's like Michael Bay is on steroids and it does, it's, it's ludicrous. <laughs> Tom Cruise looks like Christian Bale the whole time. Slow it's motion, great, man. slow motion, slow motion just zoom ins to eyes. It's ridiculous. What the bad guys? Bad guy's terrible, by the way. I don't even remember the bad I, guy. He was just some Australian guy. I don't know the actor. I'm sorry. Mm. I, I've never seen him before, I don't think. <laughs> the amount of times it just zooms into his face. To anyone's face. Yeah. yeah. But, like, especially him, especially during action scenes. Yeah. Like that shootout in, yeah. in that room where everything's made out of glass, apparently. <laughs> Shoot the glass. Just, I was thinking that because they're just shooting... All the glass. And then at one point, the bad guys are shooting the gun with the deadly disease in it. We should probably explain the plot if we can. If we can. If we can. So there's some sort of biological weapon out there. I forget the name of it, but it's like Uh, a... it's like I'll a disease it. that like, like chimera devour. Chimera. That's is that what, what it is. Yeah. It, it like devours your blood, and within like a day and, a, and an extra couple of hours, you're dead. There's nothing you can do, and their their IMF is afraid that uh, it's going to get out. So they send old Ethan Hunt. And this is the this is the interesting thing. So as silly as the opening is, it gets better. You contrast it. It gets yeah, you, a little. You <laughs> contrast that with like the opening of the first movie, where he's part of that team. Uh, now you can tell that he's been sort of like, he's been sort of soured on the whole team thing. And this is where like the whole lone wolf thing started. This is more or less the Ethan Hunt we know now, minus the family stuff with the wife. He's, uh, he's very grinny in this movie though. He's like, I think, I think he was less Ethan Hunt and I think it was just Tom Cruise being it, Tom Cruise. It felt, it, it was closer to the Ethan Hunt that we have now, but. It's still very Tom Cruise. I think it's Cruise. just really Tom Cruise. I think Tom Cruise I, is just doing himself now. I think I don't think there's a lot of I think he's doing acting. himself in all of them, mostly though. But I think in the first one he at least tried to be a little 
like he tried to be more intense and he tried to be more like is he not intense in the rest of them he i, I mean he is but like there's not, not some, in the, i think it, it, in parts yes he but it's always like he always does that little grin yeah he's he, got to he's yeah. got to <laughs> he's got to do the like the grin when he when he like does something yeah, like he yeah. does. He's a little sneaker. Dude. Like it's like, all I see is Tom Cruise, and I, I <clears throat> like I'd like to see more. After six movies, maybe a little bit more development, and they do get better at it in the next one that we'll talk about. But this one is he he's flat throughout the entire movie as just Tom Cruise. Dandian, I think, is really not. No one in this movie's good. <laughs> Everyone's really bad. Ving, like I was talking about, Ving Rhames. He 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 seems like really scared in this movie all the time. His voice is super shaky. He's really funny in this movie. Yeah, um, this movie, or, yeah, Mission Impossible Two just makes me laugh. The car chase scene uh-huh. where they start spinning and they do about uh, thirty spins, and it's just oh reaction shots from Indian <laughs> Newton. How did like oh I'm God. having for a good? Minute, they were. I'm honestly oh. trying to remember. There, what there's around right the beginning. There's a dumb car chase, yeah. and then she's like, huh, "You got to catch me first. Oh, and that's tries right. To kill on the cliff. This, this literally tries yeah. to kill him. <laughs> I think of all the movies, this one tries the hardest to be James Bond. With him and Thandie Newton's relationship, yeah. like he's like they're very yeah this flirty, one felt really like playful girlish yeah and then and it, it yeah exactly yeah, and and then and then they finally get together and then she has to go be with her ex and it's very, and then it became a soap opera she and then she it's, it's really weird how they kind of escalate their romance and their story because it's totally predictable yeah no they're. Their romance, is yeah, really and then, like once he does catch her, he's like, "Oh, you caught me! Let's make out in the car." Yeah, and it's it's no, really like this. They this died in the this like he, they're trying to be James Bond, and it wasn't working. Yeah, and the other ones they don't. In, make, so that's yeah, good. and I don't know this movie. I I just had fun with this. Brandon Gleason shows up. Anthony Hopkins shows up. People that's just right. show up. People just show up in the movie. Oh, jeez, yeah. great! And um, never show up. That's that's one of the great things about this franchise is you'll have like a one off, like Lawrence Fishburne or somebody like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You'll just show up in one of them and never again. Yeah, <laughs> or so we think. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm torn on this movie a little bit because I did some research Ooh. going into it and I found out some stuff that, like a lot of these movies that we've talked about, sort of shed sheds light on the the end product. Um, so it is John Woo. I like that really slick, shiny, uh, explosion-y style. And I actually brought this up last week when we were talking about Die Hard 2. I said there's a certain kind of action sequel, which is where the budget gets multiplied mm-hmm. by like 10. Yeah. And it's very visible on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terminator 2 is sort of the er example of that. But that's like one of the only times when it's worked good. Mm-hmm. And this is, this, is, this is one of the bad ones, but I don't think it's totally the budget. Because what happened yeah. was... They, they made the movie, you know, John Woo and Tom Cruise, they had disagreements, but it was a very respectful relationship. Uh, they were just sort of, like, throwing ideas at each other, making compromises and stuff. They made it. The cut that they sent in was three and a half hours long. Oh, Lord. They said, they said no, you, you have to cut out at least 90 minutes of this. Two hours and seven minutes, and it feels longer. Pretty longer than that. It yeah, feels That would have been... Rough, but I but I think like does that not explain why the movie feels so rushed and so yeah, weird? Because it it's there's all sorts of scenes, like almost every scene. It opens on a plane, and there's like these these bad guys on there. One of them's wearing a Tom Cruise mask. The face masks <laughs> in this movie, by the oh, way, are awful. Yeah, I'll take not the, mention these. Take a shot every time someone takes off a face mask yeah. and then the music goes <laughs> yeah. yeah and they got like this voice changing tape 
Like, yeah. they're so this, rip they, it off. They got to say something yeah. and then rip it off. They yeah. try to explain the tape this time, whereas in the first one, they just had the mask and then they changed the voice. They never really explained it, and now we're a little bit more. But it's <laughs> I don't know the face. I can buy the tape. Yeah, the tape I'll, is I'll like, accept. You know, the it's whatever. I like the tape. But cool. I just I've always been confused. Like this is just kind of a nitpicky thing. But why not always use those masks? Right. Like, those could help you in literally every situation. Yeah. Okay, let's get on a tangent here. If you yes. could have a face mask of anybody, and oh. you could just like live mm. their life. Tom Cruise, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're, You're too tall. tall for a day. Yeah, I'm too tall. <laughs> I'm not even that tall. Um, oh, no. Face mask of anybody. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, get back. I'll, I'll get back. Like to John this. Lennon or something. Just go <laughs> just around. Just walk around. Ooh, that would freak a lot of people out. That's the point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, because you have the Down. voice thing. You could sing like him. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. No, let's, do, let's be all the Beatles. <laughs> let's just be the Beatles. Beatles. All right. Yeah, we, need the Beatles. we need a Ringo. I'll be Ringo. Somebody like Ringo. volunteer to be the fourth Beatle. Yeah. I'll be Ringo. Regardless. <laughs> um... What were we even talking about? Oh, yeah. So face mask. <laughs> face mask. Yeah, it opens on this plane, and there's these bad guys doing some, and it's exactly like Die Hard 2. They're doing this stuff. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're after. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, like, you know, who they're working for, what's stopping them, what they just got. They get, like, a briefcase or something, and it just, it can be the most important thing, but because you don't know, it feels like there's no stakes, and that's the problem, is I can tell this movie's just so heavily edited by just how rushed all the yeah. exposition and the character introductions and stuff are and i'm weirdly i would be weirdly fascinated to see that three and a half hour cut i i would watch like it, it it's i know it's going to be stylistically the same but i just wonder plot wise yeah because how I would it play out no idea what was happening in this movie because i think there is something going on with the uh characters in this movie where like i talked about with uh uh, how Ethan's sort of the lone wolf now. Sort of not really working for a specific team, although he does accumulate team members as the movie goes on. And you see, by the time the climax rolls around, weirdly enough, the acting is not my problem with this movie. And so when when I see the ending, it's this, it's uh, Ethan and this nondescript Australian dude yeah. just Throw like away, throwing, throw motorcycles. Throw throwing, throwing motorcycles throwing motorcycles at each other yeah. but they're so sand battling insanely <clears throat> mad at each other just forget the goofiness for a second and just okay. like think about the just this bad guy's just been stopping every single every single time Tom Cruise thinks he has some under control the bad guy gets him and by the end you just see the anger and they just have to fight to the death and they do, and I think that could have been interesting to really get this like driven, in, like intense side of Ethan. Because that's the thing I've noticed with the few John Woo movies I've seen. There's this motif: the heroes hate being heroes, and the <laughs> villains love being villains. Really? Yeah. And I think if that had been played up more, if it had been edited differently, or if something had happened so that that was highlighted more, rather than this biological weapon the plot make no i just make one of these movies with a really thin plot yeah can you just do it one time without no one 40 no one cares about crosses? the plot yeah we don't need a thousand dupes yeah the audience doesn't need to be duped about a hundred times one or two good ones yeah one or two i'll be fine yeah as soon as like gets over 10 people are taking fast. off their masks i don't care anymore <laughs> It, it turns into Scooby Doo. It, you know? it turns into Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a great that's a great comparison. I didn't even think yeah, of that. Um, 
but yeah, that mounting anger, I wish, I wish I had gotten more of that. Cause that could have been a brilliant new side of this character. Cause in the first one, it was all just like, you know, I've just, this, this whole world I've lived in has sort of been thrown and I got to deal with it. Now it's like, okay, I, this is my life now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, cause in the first one, he's trying to save himself. This time he's trying to kind of get revenge, kind of protect the world. The world, but also what Thandy? I forget her character's Thandy. name. Oh, it's uh, uh it's it's Naya, yeah, something like something that. Naya Footwater. And, foot an <laughs> yeah. and so, and then she just kind of goes away, and she's walking towards a cliff or something. And then they're fighting, and like like what, what you're saying with because Tom Cruise does get he gets pretty intense in that scene. Mm-hmm. He's like you can see it in his his he he <laughs> got the Tom Cruise. He gave eyes. a pretty good performance in this movie. As yeah. Everybody else didn't, but Tom Cruise <laughs> he was good. Yeah. The fight was crazy dumb and it didn't make sense and it wasn't really well done. It was really quick cuts. It was that kind of action. Yeah. But I think if they had done more of that um character driven fight I think it, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. It would have been, and I could have saved the movie. And I bet you that's how it plays in the three hour maybe version. I don't know if it, like no one's ever seen it. Right. Maybe they'll release it one day. Maybe it doesn't maybe. exist anymore. Well, so you said you wanted an intense, angry Tom Cruise. Yes, I did. And you kind of get I that. And then I see Mission Impossible and Three. And then you see Mission Impossible yeah. Three, and it I'm starts like, right crazy. with that. I'm like, my goodness. It's like it's it's this it's the same old action, same old you know complicated plot or whatever. Uh, but this time with Abrams and emotion. Yes, and it works. And it yeah. starts with with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Tom Cruise just out yelling each other, oh, just nuts. yelling back and forth. That was intense. It is intense. Yeah, starts right off like that. It's I love it. Yeah. This this time, uh, Tom Cruise is engaged to be married to Michelle Monaghan. We get the sense he sort of left the agency, or no? They say that he's been like training yeah, new recruits. Yeah, he, he wanted out of the field because of the last one. Uh, this uh, this he's other kind of agent pulled back in. Yeah, this other agent played by Carrie Russell uh, gets kidnapped, and I guess that IMF only, like they trust Ethan the most to be able to do it. Like if anyone can do it, it's mm-hmm. you. Lawrence Fishburne sort of plays the director. Um, of the IMF, I get the sense. And so they go after her, they try to save her, and then in this insanely scary. like dramatic scene, she has like an electric charge She's like thingy. A, a little detonator. Well, it, ex- it explodes in her head. Yeah. In, yeah. Inside of her, in her, in her they shoot it up brain her nose. or whatever. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's really like I wasn't expecting it's really, to see it's, it. Pretty gruesome without really showing anything. Yeah, like it, it makes you kind of cringe a little bit. Like I, you've you don't never really, seen it. You don't really never seen, seen something anything. like that before. It's a. It's like just one second they're alive and then oh they're dead and yeah. their face is different. And oh, it's, it's not graphic. Whoa. It's not yeah, like geez. violent. It's just kind of like whoa creepy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's really. Odd. I mean, it's in a helicopter too. Yeah, yeah they fleeing. they rescue her. They're leaving. Doesn't matter. Yeah, her inside head explodes. So yes. whatever. What I whatever thought, what I thought of that, like when they said you have a you have a detonator in your head, I'm like, oh, so if her head explodes, the whole thing explodes. I didn't know it was just like a one person thing. Yeah, I thought they had inserted like something up there that was bigger, <laughs> big ass, and I was confused. Like, get out! I was like, bomb. I feel like she should just jump out or something because <laughs> she's gonna blow up the whole helicopter. And I'm like, oh, they have one second left. Oh, and then it's just her, and it was kind of mm-hmm. creepy and intense. And it was like, ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. So we're off on a good start. Yes. 
then they uncover some information that she left behind in like a briefcase and a letter, a little post, a, a postage stamp, a, postage stamp yeah. a little tiny electronic dot that contains Don't a worry, video Ethan message. Don't worry, Ethan finds it. Ethan it's, will find it. It's Mission Impossible. There's a deleted scene somewhere, I bet, where they dropped it. They were like, damn it, find the micro dot. It's <laughs> yeah. got to be somewhere. Um, but it turns out that uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is behind it all and wants to do some evil, random, nefarious villain plot, whatever. That's not important. What's important, though, is uh, how he gets to Ethan. It's brilliant. <laughs> they it pick is, him up. They, they get him. They pick him up. It they, is really brilliant. I think this, this is like the first real exploration, because God knows mm-hmm. we didn't get it with MI2, mm-hmm. at least not in the final product, um, of, of who Ethan is yeah. as a character. It's like, you know what, I I guess I gotta do it, no matter what I have to risk. And as it turns out, that may be a lot, because uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman manages to kidnap his wife, and boy does that piss him off, man. It's, it's fascinating. There's real anger in this, and there's real desperation, and it's... Abramsy and it's shiny yep. and it's very, very Abramsy, light yeah. showy, fantastic action, yeah. really good action. The yeah. whole bridge scene is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, great explosions. Tom Cruise flying into cars. <laughs> and was this Just my favorite shot? Was this J.J. Abrams' directorial debut? Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa, that's really? crazy. He he wow. produced and written a bunch yeah. of stuff earlier. He worked on like Lost wow, and stuff. And but, Armageddon, he wrote. Yeah, he, he wrote, wrote the, some of Armageddon, which is. Awesome. So he directed the first couple episodes of Lost before, yeah. but like this is feature length. Yeah, feature okay. length. Cool. And created awesome. Alias, mm-hmm. uh, which, oh, yeah. which got him the job. Yeah. yeah. And I think this, looking back and thinking about the franchise as a whole, I think this is probably my favorite mm-hmm. of all of them. Yeah, it's it's because either second or third for me. It has it has all the same great action, great suspense. Uh, the best villain of the franchise, I think. Oh, yeah, by and far. We get more Ving Rhames this time, and we get. But we then we also have a really well done story that isn't action or suspense. It's their love story, and it's really well done. Yeah. And it's not a lot of action movies. They try to humanize the hero by making him fall in love with someone, but you by don't buy it. A family. Yeah, it feels rushed. But in this one, it feels really real, and it like works. And she's great, and you really buy the the urgency. Yeah, because it you know? spends qu- quite a lot of screen time oh, with yeah. both of them. And I'm not bored. Most, yeah, most movies it would just be like it starts out him at home. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> bye, honey, gotta go. Yeah. Two little kids run around him. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, you little Scamps. rascals. Yeah. Uh, it's like it feels like they, they only put those in there just so we know. Oh, he has He's a family. A family. We, we like got, him. We care about We like him. Yeah, exactly. But, not, but this movie actually this made us care, care about yeah. him by creating a really well-told love story here and... Like, it's not the Thandie Newton kind of seductress type approach. Yeah, that one's like just a, staring at you. It's like a real story here. And it really, I thought it's it literally worked really well. That's, that's all they do. It's that, like a perfume commercial. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a, <laughs> that's it exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, Simon Pegg shows up in this one. Yeah, that's first great. time. Benji. Yeah. Benji. He was great. I love Benji and all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Simon Pegg. You can't really not like him. He's, he just he's, plays himself. He's adorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You combined <laughs> yeah. adorable and dork. You silly goose. Um, you know, we got a rabbit foot or something like that. I yeah, that's know. the big thing. That's the MacGuffin. Yeah. 
Where's the rabbit's foot? The rabbit's, rabbit's foot. foot. Yeah. We're, we're doing like George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, this is George. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Because this story right. is actually rather personal. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I like about it is that uh, maybe it has something to do with the end of the world, but that's not what's important. Exactly. Uh, only thing that I might take issue with is there's a really anticlimactic ending with the villain. Like, I won't give it away, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Like, after all the explosions and all this crazy stuff, it's I wanted it to I wanted Philip Seymour Hoffman to die in a fiery wreck or something. <laughs> Not like what happens to opening him. the arc of the company. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> something crazy like that. Um but I, I, don't, I did think the ending was a bit... It's Yeah, I don't contrived hate it, and but... weird and kind of a little out there, but I don't think it ruined what the movie stood for. Yeah. yeah. God knows you could say that about a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you know, some great action in this movie, like the bridge scene, um, mm-hmm. the break into the tall building. I don't know. There's one of those. <laughs> in all of these. Yeah. Gotta, the tall building. Yeah. The parachute. They, yeah. They got to swing from one building into another, oh, which is where we get a good, uh, action jump. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. Tom Cruise. Got Followed flailed. by some running. Yep. And yep. Oh yeah, this movie has the 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 the, the like yeah. five minutes of him running. <laughs> I think that's all of them. <laughs> like I don't. I think like, it's like there's two things. Tom the Cruise, three things Tom Cruise does. He jumps, he runs, and he rides a motorcycle. And, like, he does that in every single action movie he's ever been in. And you better bet he knows how to do all of that <laughs> really well. Really well. Yeah. Let's let's move on, shall we? So this is actually a movie we've talked about before briefly. Uh, yeah, we did. but last time we didn't want to. No, we, we didn't, didn't want to go in. We anticipated this episode uh, when we talked about Brad Bird's filmography. Uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol was on there. And we just sort of gave some general thoughts on it. Like, yeah, it's cool. And it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... There's not a lot to it than that. Yeah, they asked Abrams to return, uh, said no. He was working on the Star Trek reboots at the time, and I think, I believe, Super 8 as well. Uh, and so, like, sort of in a weird left-field choice, they got Brad Bird, who whose most recent thing was uh, Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. said, like, hey, you just made a wonderful movie about, you know, discovering yourself and pursuing your dream. Come make a big, fun action movie <laughs> yeah. with a... With a tower and a and a sandstorm, sandstorm and a funny hallway sequence, and that's it. And, a, and <laughs> it ends at a diner. Yeah. Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol is like one of often cited as like the better ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably. Agree I with think that. it's. I think it's probably my favorite. I'm. I'm really torn between you said that for two and three. Yeah. Oh no, no no two is not one of my favorites i really like two okay. two you two said is one two of my least early. favorites all right okay yeah two is one of my least favorites but i really liked it yeah. um it's it's either it's either three or four okay. for me yeah but yeah, yeah i really i really like this one the action is the second best in this series i think mm. yeah. an upcoming one beats uh, it out um yeah. but yeah, really, I think the Burj Khalifa climbing scene is <laughs> insane. It it still blows my mind and, like, hurts my stomach to watch it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make me feel weird in my stomach. It hurts my stomach when I watch that. Cause, <laughs> like, oh when God. he swings and 
banged yeah. off no. the thing. Oh, that was rough. That, that was insane. Kills and then they oh have, she's God. holding on to the rug, and then, mm-hmm. oh, that was rough. Oh, boy. And Jeremy Renner's there. Oh, that whole scene, like, uh, not even when he's just him climbing, but when they're planning two separate meetings for two yeah. different groups of people. That was That's intense, too. That was really like, good with the contact lens. Yeah. Jeremy Renner blinking a bunch. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, Jeremy Renner shows up in this movie, and he's he's, he's, he's just Jeremy Renner. He's there. Yeah. Yes. Before we before we all knew him as that guy with the bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the plot of this one, we, it's you still don't know. We, I mean, there, it's, it's a it's an mission impossible. I think this plot. one I get the most. I think this one I, I understand the most. It's yeah. like a, this. Uh, this is actually some different stuff happens. Yeah. So what happens yeah. is that like there's a there's a thingy that happens at the, the Russian Kremlin. the Kremlin oh, yeah. museum, uh, and so they go there with this ridiculous like moving wall that's a TV Which screen. A that was fantastic. Scene. Hilarious scene. Yeah. yeah. And then he uh, he, he sticks face. his face in front of it. Like <laughs> this movie, like yeah. I think this movie is the best it's in clever. terms of um, gadgets. No, in terms of like tone, because we you take the action very seriously, you yeah. take the dramatic portions very seriously, but then it's you always know when it's supposed to be funny and when mm-hmm. you're just supposed to sit back and have fun. Yeah. Where some of the other movies, like, it, gets, it gets kind of muddy. Like, is this supposed to be intense or what? But this movie is really, it, you really get what, it, you get exactly what they're going for. Mm-hmm. And they really did a great job with the scripts and the, the pacing was great. And the characters are really interesting. Like, like the Mission Impossible franchise is kind of interesting in that there's a, there's like a somewhat different crew each time, mm-hmm. and they the their kind of explanation for that is oh just they're just different agents. That way they don't have to explain like, you know why we're recasting or why we're doing this or that. They just want to explore new yeah. agents and stuff. And I really like all the members of the crew in this yeah. one. I think everyone was good. Yeah, Paula Patton. Paula she's, Patton was great. great. Yeah. Simon Pegg got more Simon to do. Peck, yeah, he's, he's in more of this. Yeah. A little more spazzy yeah. this time around. He, he's like fully comedic relief this time. Yeah. Because I think he had just like, this is when he was fully a star at this point. Because Mission Possible 3, that was like right after Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So he, he, got he was like getting, he was getting big, but now he's really big. Mm-hmm. And now, so like, hey, let's, let's make him a real character. Yeah. And it, it was, it's great. I really, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super fun. Because the what the whole title is a reference to the Ghost Protocol is that uh, the the Russian Museum explodes yeah. through through rather like wait a minute what Tom, the hell just Tom happened? Tom Cruise running away from it. Yes, for quite some time. Quite some time. Yeah. Uh, and so they say, okay, well, this is sort of unprecedented, and so IMF uh, is like now disbanded. Yeah, they're they're kind of accused. Of the bombing. Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah. technically we don't exist, hence Ghost Protocol. And so they sort of get, they're sort of left to their own devices, this crew. They're like, all right, well, I mean, we don't have nearly as many gadgets, but we can sort of do what we want. Uh, and because it's a Mission Impossible movie, we got to, we have to save the world. But this time it's entirely out of choice. And so mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's like a nobility this time around mm-hmm. uh, that I really appreciate. The the thing, like, I've seen this twice now, and I think both times, because uh, I do have a lot of fun with this movie, I think the action is, like, the best up until this point. In, um, mm-hmm. But I find, like, the structure of it 
for whatever reason, to be sort of ungainly. It's like you got the you got the three big action sequences. You got the Kremlin, the Burj Khalifa, and the one at the end, which the, I cannot the, for the life of me remember. With what, the, it's, what it the uh, it's the weird circular parking garage. Oh yeah, which is pretty great scene. It's like, a cool scene. Him, him, and uh, bad guy dude from uh, John Wick and. Steve circular, Larson. Circular parking garage. Yeah. I watched it this morning. Uh, well, e- Ethan is in that. While everyone else is in some just plain building. Yeah, they're like fighting over the briefcase. Or something. Um, yeah, and spoiler alert, everyone. Sure. The guy, like, jumps off. Because, yeah, he doesn't so, want like, Ethan to have it. He doesn't want he Ethan to have it. He leaps off and he kind of splats. And then at the end he goes, <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> well, yeah, he like, does it like six times because they, yeah. they didn't do the other part. They didn't flip the switch uh-huh. yet. It's like, mission accomplished, damn it. And then he has to, he like drives off of the, the, yeah. Fifth. You don't remember this? I don't remember. It's outrageous. And it's cool. Really? It's, it's super pretty, cool. It's pretty awesome. Cause that's, cause that's sort of what I'm getting at here is that everything after the tower. Yeah, no, it peaks at the tower. It does. That's the climax. 100%. Well, it's not the climax, but it technically, technically the circular thing is the climax. Yeah. But that was the high point of that's the That's where movie. everyone's like, oh that's, that's, God. that's their, that's their scene of the movie. Yeah. That's the most iconic part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Um, it's like action sequence, downtime, action sequence, downtime, action sequence, ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I guess I just prefer something a little more streamlined for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly trying as hard as I can to remember anything from the ending. <laughs> I mean, it's we'll not watch, it's, We'll watch it. So, I, love this. I think um, what I remember most of the ending is they finally give explanation to why his wife isn't in it. Yeah. And I took issue... Okay. I, I remember trying, the very... I was trying okay. to remember what you were talking about with the with the coffee shop. Yeah. I was like, okay. what? I'm talking what about like okay. the resolution yeah. to the whole ghost protocol thing. Um, I can't remember a thing. <laughs> basically, bad guys well, die and he... You know what? I, I think part of part of ghost protocol was they call Michelle Monaghan's character... She, she They say she became a ghost. And I think that's kind of it's supposed to be a double tie-in, where the, yes, the plot they go, they have to become ghosts, but then they also bring in her at the end. I, but, yeah. but my issue with I have one issue with that, and I think I I, I thought three was so great with their uh, story, and then I was really looking forward to her coming back in four, and it makes how their explanation for why she didn't come back makes sense that he couldn't. He wasn't able to protect her because she would always be in danger. Kind of that, like, mm-hmm. why Superman and Lois Lane can't be together because she's always in danger. They kind of, they kind of just open the movie with him in prison, like everything's fine. Yeah. But they, what I would have liked was they don't address yeah, that. Till like, like halfway through the movie. Yeah, and I I really would have liked like a flashback scene of them having that conversation because it goes from this great love story to nothing. And I really think just that little buffer scene would have helped. And it, it, it would have made this movie on par with action and, like, the emotion from 3. Yeah. Now this is just most... It's, the movie's all about action in this movie. And yeah. it does that very well. It works really... It's a great movie. I like it a lot. Yeah. But it could have been more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have. And that, it's just... I just find it to be kind of a shame. Uh, but, yeah. That's... So that's for... Uh, Pretty solid, honestly, for what yeah, it is. I, yeah, I really enjoy it. That's really yeah. That's really it's fun movie. It and then we go to this this one. I'm so curious to see how this conversation goes because uh, uh, the fifth one, of course, we're talking about is Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. And the Rogue series is Nation. very hyped up at this point because oh yeah, 
apparently everyone loved uh, Fort. Ghost Fort, Protocol. Yeah, Fort. yeah, that was a that was that was a, that was, a that was like the movie. biggest hit of that the was franchise up to this point. Yeah, um, it was a big surprise for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was super excited for mm-hmm. Rogue Nation. I think a lot of people were. And then it came out, and it got very, very, very good reviews. Um, I didn't like it as much as everyone else did, but it was still a good action movie. I'd call it average. Yeah. I think it's the most average of the franchise. Could not tell you at all what was going on in the plot. Don't even try. Bad guy. Sean Harris? Yeah. Sean Harris. Mm -hmm. I like his voice. (laughs) I think he's the second best villain of the franchise. Okay, so Philip Seymour Hoffman won. Right. The rest, the rest can <laughs> be debate. two. The yeah. rest can be two. Okay. They're all just kind of throwaway. Who, who cares about the villains? Um, <laughs> God, what were we even talking about? Five. <laughs> Five. That's all I can think. Of. Okay. Oh yeah, Sean Harris. Uh, yeah, he, he was, was good. He, he was okay. Kind of like, creepy. I like his voice. His, his um, kind of intro, where in the in the record store. Yeah. That was kind of shocking and cool. And yeah, it's cool. They tried to build it as like Ethan's emotional core for the movie because he killed the innocent girl mm-hmm. that we've seen for five seconds. Yeah, no, I did not get that. No, I was like, because he's banging on the glass. He's like, don't do I'm it. Like, I knew her. Girl? For, she asked yeah. me a question. Have I seen her before? Yeah, and then it's, I don't know, like, it's a good, I think the movie is very, very, if it wasn't for the practical stunts, this would be a standard. As any any movie that comes out, yeah, no. But the fact that he just, really did hang off the plane, it's the and stunts. There's yeah. the there's the um, motorcycle, then there's the jumping in the water. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the action is what elevates this movie. Yeah, there's a great opera scene. That's pretty. That's pretty oh great. yeah, that was cool. While they're up on the little like rafters. Yeah, the rafters. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty kind of intense scene a little bit because they're like above a whole opera while opera's going on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's kind of intense. She's got like a sniper flute. Yeah. Oh yeah, the sniper flute. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of classic cool. sniper flute. Yeah, of course you um, get it at you know Walmart. Yeah, I, it's just fun action. I could not tell you what the bad guys were trying to do. Um, the no, ending it's very convoluted. The ending is kind of anticlimactic for me. I feel like it ended like three times. Oh, yeah. No. Because then um, there's that time where they kind of cornered her, and then Ving Rang showed up. Mm-hmm. And then there was another time, like five minutes later, and then there was the ending. I can't even remember half. I don't even remember <laughs> any of that. Like, Me neither. I, it's, like, it, it's kind of like... And I think that brings my, brings up my issue with these final two movies. The plot is so irrelevant, and they're just... It, it's like they. It, it feels like it's only there because it has to be there. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a two and a half hour action reel movie, and I and nobody can remember anything aside from the action. And really, all of the the like Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Like the action is what everybody talks about, which is fine. I think yeah, it is. That's, it, that's it why is I'm really seeing the movie. great. I'm not seeing it for to see a good spine. Yeah, movie. we did, but. <laughs> See, and I think I'd be, I think I'd be more okay with that is if we didn't have three because three was so good on both. Yeah, ends. three. Yeah, and then now yeah. it's only action with there's a little no, bit of yeah, comedic no, relief like, from Simon Pegg. Emotion, exactly. And whatever they emotion they try to put in, it just feels like yeah, Tom, it feels like filler until the next action. Tom scene. Cruise is just like fun. Yeah, in, in he's Tom Cruise in four and five. Yeah, he's just really yeah just yeah he's just kind fun, of fun you know, Tom Cruise. Fooling around with, you know, new toys and 
Fun. Yeah, it's, the it, new it, gadgets are, are fun. It, it, I don't like this is really standard, but it's the action is the only thing that elevates it f- from anything else. Otherwise, yeah. I think if they had just decided to use CGI, I think this would be like what's a what's a crappy two thousand era <laughs> action movie? Uh, it's oh, so forgettable. No. Uh, Skyscraper. Wanted. Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Screw wanted. <laughs> screw wanted. Yeah, screw wanted. If that if that had if that had like practical stunts, oh man, this probably still wouldn't be on Mission Impossible Fire yeah. Level. But uh, you know, <laughs> that's probably that's probably my main issue with this movie is that I don't care about anything. Yeah, but no, the action is fun. I, yeah, I don't really care about exactly. Yeah, it's it's actions. weird because like the actual plot, like what's happening, is more pressing, but it doesn't feel as exactly. urgent. Yeah. Like I'm what is the plot? Do you know what the plot sure is? Quite sure why. Well, uh, the idea is that it's this this underground like terrorist group called the, the Syndicate. The Syndicate. Yeah, the syndicate. I, I, I remember. And then Alec Baldwin doesn't believe oh, in yeah. the Syndicate, Alec, Alec who are sort of a bunch of like IMF separatists. Ones. Yeah. Um, and their their whole plan is to like enact acts of terrorism around the world, like sort of be the anti IMF, which is a cool idea. Like the idea that oh yeah, um, it's like. It's it's the it's the villains we created. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess that just never hit home with with myself, or I presume. No, not me. Well, they they tried what they tried to do with that to make it more you know like resonate was they had what Rebecca Ferguson? Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson. She was great. I really liked her character. She's great. Um, she was she's probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Um, and they tried to bring her kind of into the bad guy's plot where like she's making her do things she doesn't feel is necessary and she's like oh I feel bad and then that's kind of <laughs> it like that's really like oh darn I like Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and then but that's kind of it and it it feel it, again it feels like that's only there because it has to be there it doesn't feel like that's it, it's uninspired that's what I'll say it's I think these last two movies are Great action and great fun, but uninspired. Exactly. I don't know if uninspired is the word I'd use, but whatever inspiration they have, they don't fully deliver on it. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of the problem. Okay, yeah. Is uh, These are just plotty, plot, plot movies. Yeah, I think maybe they realize that their strong suit is just their insane action. Yeah, practical action. Practical action. Because lots like, of, like... Any movie because like Tom Cruise is already a huge action star. Yeah. When you're yeah. saying like he he's doing all this crazy stuff, like he's hanging on, mm-hmm. I think that it's a, that it's got cool. half of the box office Easily. money is Easily. them saying that yeah he, he actually, actually hangs on the side and then they which show, is crazy yeah they show behind the scenes footage of him actually uh-huh. doing it and yeah. like it's real like Tom Cruise is probably one of the last remaining movie stars who like there aren't many people who go to the movies just to see just because it's starring someone they like. Yeah. It has it has to be a lot more these days, which is fine. But Tom Cruise is one of like him and The Rock. Those yeah. like I, I'm I not going to go see a rock movie. No, but he's a movie star. Cruise People movie. go to see him. Yeah, it's true. And I think these movies really capitalize on that. Yeah, and I think that yeah, that's what these new ones are doing is like what can we get Tom I mean Tom does He's involved. He, want, he wants to do. He's it. involved. Yeah. He's like what crazy. At, at times against the do? producers' wishes. Against, yeah. Yeah. Because they were very against. I'm sure um, his insurance the, is expensive. The airplane thing. Yeah. I, I read about that. But yeah, that kind of goes into our final movie. Yes, the moment we've all been waiting for: Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, <laughs> so basically, what happened is that, like, I guess 
sort of spoiler alert for uh, Rogue Nation, but they catch the bad guy. Ooh, surprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, this sets off like an un, uh, unpredictable like chain reaction where sort of this guy's acolytes, they call them the apostles, are now out to sort of like enact anarchy everywhere, uh, sort of in the spirit of this guy. And so... Their their whole idea is they have these they have these like big super bombs and all they need is plutonium, plutonium. orbs. I remember just hearing yeah. the word plutonium. So, sort of times. sort of it's a odd. weird sort of a weird MacGuffin, but okay, yeah. that at least it's simple mm-hmm. at first. Yeah, and uh, and they're just sort of trying to go around and track and track down these uh, these magical metal MacGuffins. Um, which they almost get at the beginning of the movie, but they lose it at the last second. And that's sort of uh, like Ethan sort of blames himself for it throughout the rest of the movie. And from there, it's a Mission Impossible movie. And it's a very action-packed, uh, impressive one, mm-hmm. I think. I think, Yeah, I think the action in this is the best that it's been. Mm-hmm. Not my personal favorite, but like the biggest, craziest stuff that they've done, I think, is in this one. Yeah. Like I said about Rogue Nation, I have no idea what was going in that. This kind of ties into that, so you better believe I have no idea what's going on in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like I could, I could follow during the plutonium orb parts, but then they bring Sean Harris back, and then I, I don't and it know. starts to unravel, and then, and then I start Henry thinking, Cavill. yeah, then I start thinking about Henry Cavill's weird American voice, and then I, I just get distracted by everything. So Henry Cavill. Is really good, and I was kind of he, like he plays this kind of you don't know whose side he's on character. And the trailers, I thought he was like the bad guy, but then the first mission that they go on in the movie, he's on Tom Cruise's team. Like uh, after a pretty awesome like skydiving scene, yeah, really good skydiving scene. Real more practical, yeah, more, more practical, practical stuff. Some great camera work. Yeah, like just falling through the. Yeah, <laughs> through the air. It's and pretty, then, it's but then, incredible. and then we get to yeah. this. This what made me go see the movie? The bathroom fight. The bathroom. Scene. Yeah. So I was disappointed in the movie because because in the of the trailer. Fight. They show it with all these special these uh, sound effects and oh, the trailer. Like, the the sound effects that like hurt you. Yeah. When you hear it. Yeah. yeah. And then the trailer made it look like I thought. I don't know if you guys think thought differently, but I thought it was Henry Cavill versus Tom. Cruise. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought that's what it was too. And then there was an undescript bad guy, third person in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But then in the movie, it's it's just some dude that both Tom Cruise and yeah, Henry Cavill are fighting at the same who's time. Really fast. Yeah, and it's 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 an okay scene, and it's real. Like they show the entire scene in the. In the trailer, trailer. Which, they like, kind of do, and yeah, that was that, that was intense for me um, watching the trailer, where he throws him through the mirror, and yeah, which, the wall, and, and then the, the mirror. The mirror thing is actually what really got me to see yeah, this movie. Me too. Me and too. Guy were very excited about that scene. Like that felt like, yeah. whoa, this is some action. Oh yeah, because every all the all the all this great action that we've been talking about for uh, six movies now, it's their stunts. It's the and stunts. now this is a this fight is like scene. fight. And, and it, it feels overall, it's it's pretty well choreographed. It is a good, but um, I think they should have used less of it in the trailer. When they, yeah, when they bust out the the, the pipe, yeah, <laughs> like the weird like curved yeah. question mark pipe. Yeah. That's that was kind of fun. There was some cool like yeah 
choreographed stuff in there. But yeah, a lot of the fight scenes shown in the trailers. So yeah. If you haven't seen the trailer, don't watch the trailer. Um, and really, like I think they show the trailer. It shows like the climax of the movie. With yeah, the helicopters. Definitely, yeah, definitely and then shows. it shows uh, what Michelle Monaghan's doing and what being Rames. They, mm-hmm. The trailer really gave away the entire movie for me and. I don't know. I, I really liked the movie. The movie was really fun. It was, you know, a, a, again, a kind of a standard Mission Impossible thing. Do you, you think it's the best action? Yeah. There are other ones that I like better because I'm I'm not trying to be funny here, but, like, the Tom Cruise action jumps really get to me. And, like, I honestly no, I mean, will he, like the movie better if he, like, he does, does, a, couple a, in this does a cool jump. Yeah. I personally, I like, I think I like three action the best, yeah. even though... It's not the craziest, but mm-hmm. I still just really like it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this has the yeah, just the, the cra- craziest action. I think it's really well executed action. It is. It's um, well. I think well. The skydiving scene is actually probably my favorite because I was e- each of these movies they got to have like a little intense scene. Like first one, it's mm-hmm. the hanging. Second, yeah. second one, I have no idea. I guess the second hanging part yeah. in, in the second one, they do it again. Third one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, fourth, fourth one, one Burj building. Uh, fifth one, opera. This one, skydiving. It's like a. It's where you don't breathe. Like yeah. the whole the whole action scene. Yeah. And I, I thought that was a really fantastic scene. The uh, the motorcycle work. Yeah, the motorcycle work in this movie. More Tom Cruise insane. on a motorcycle. Yeah. More Tom Cruise on a motorcycle. It is insane to me. Cause Wait, it, it, hold on. I honestly can't think of the motorcycle scene. In this Oh, when he's he flying through it's traffic. It's insane. And then, he, through, and then he hits another car. He's yeah. going through, That's through right. the streets of Paris, and like a lot of it is actually him Yeah, driving no, through the streets yeah. of Paris. And it's good. And it's, he goes he goes around the uh, uh, Arc de Triomphe. Arc de Triomphe. And I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's a circle street. Insane. Yeah. yeah. A big roundabout. No lines at all. Just yeah. insane. It is more insane more stuff. great action. I actually thought the motorcycle in five was better. Uh, ooh, yeah. see, I'm gonna say it's better than this one. Uh, five. Um, actually, it's been a while since I've seen five. I think five only because it it seems faster to me because there's no traffic. It seems more. It seems like it has a better finale. I I don't know. I like the motorcycle scene better in this one, and I I. I can't tell you why. I think it's it just seems like faster to me, and it seems like Tom Cruise is like there's more of him actually. Dr- I don't yeah, know. I could be. I could be completely him, and clearly wrong. not green screen. I could be completely wrong, but for me, it just it seemed a lot better. But yeah, I think overall, I liked the movie. Um, it's people are saying it, it's it's a great spy movie. It, I, guess. I don't. I. Yeah, the amount of times they do a little switcheroo on you, it's kind it's of like more it gets than, kind of annoying. It's like three times. Yeah, three after yeah, after the second one, I got kind of annoyed by it, and I was like, all right. I actually, I think I, I like this one uh, quite a bit. Actually, I think uh, I actually might consider it my second or third favorite because what I really like about it is that uh, it's got all the normal stuff, right? It's got mm-hmm. the uh, the action, the crazy plot. The fun side characters and everything, but it's yeah. all. It also on multiple uh, occasions and on multiple accounts is sort of like addressing, <clears throat> excuse me, addressing the nature of this franchise and of the of the character of Ethan in a really straightforward way that we haven't seen. Uh, 
haven't seen like so obviously yet. Uh, there's a whole bunch of times in this movie, and it's played for laughs, but I think there is depth here, when Ethan says, somebody's like, you have to do this nearly impossible thing. <laughs> How are you going to do it? Ethan just says, oh, I'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah, That's sort of just what he does. Yeah. Like, that's why this franchise keeps going, is because even if, like, he's not the smartest person in the world... He consistently like just figures out how to save it, mm-hmm. and I think he comes through. And I think they really they're really wise to address that here. <laughs> you just reminded me. There's there's a moment in the movie where he uh, he has to he's like pretending to be some terrible person, and he's like, M- "My name is what da da da. I kill women and children. Oh yeah, I have no mercy. Just I." Died. It yeah. defines who I am. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It was the funniest thing to me. But yeah, there's a lot of good. There's there's a few good like little cheesy, <laughs> like one liners in there. Which I thought Alec Baldwin had the best line in the movie, or not the best line, the funniest line. Um, I, I can't say it because it's a spoiler, but it's towards the end, and it's during one of the twists, okay. and I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. during one of the twists. That yeah. could be anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's I'm like we're in a. I know it's sort of uh, unpopular to say this, but I think we're in, like, a really good time for blockbuster cinema. Like, there are still really bad ones, but a lot of them are really thoughtful nowadays mm-hmm. because they have to be. Because it's sort of like, even this franchise itself is very formulaic, very samey a lot of the times. Um, and so you have to sort of start, like, you know, being being a little introspective. And I think this is sort of doing the same thing. Could be better, but still, I think I, I admire the the effort yeah, in, it, yeah, and they're what trying. they're sort of they're getting trying. at mm-hmm. um, that I was able to pick up on just fine. So I consider this a win. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I, I might have even liked it a little more than you guys, but uh, I probably who's to say? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, what what are, what are your final thoughts on the franchise? Um, the franchise, I overall, I want to say maybe my favorite franchise we've done, just because I think. Every entry's pretty solid, even two. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, I have a lot of fun with it. I'm a big fan of, of and I'm, again, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I really do enjoy the Tom Cruise action jump. I mean, I he is I think it's like an action it's, star. It's incredible to me. Yeah. To watch. It's, it's impressive. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Like, I'm jumping. I'm like, the, the amount of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the amount of times I watched three on TV, like on TBS or something. Mm-hmm. I was pretty young when I watched it, and I was just in awe of, like, everything that he did. And I, I had no idea it was, like, practical effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it makes it so much better for yeah. me. Um, but, yeah, overall, love the series. Me too. I think... I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge anti-CGI guy. Yeah. Like, I know it has its use. Yeah, it can, but it can help. But way too many movies overuse it. Yep. So I just really have a great appreciation for this this franchise and how it takes its approach to action and it really makes me like Tom Cruise. Uh, like I'm excited to see I'm excited <laughs> yeah, to see the next Top Gun. Didn't everyone like hate Tom Cruise for a little bit? For a little bit. Because everyone thought he was crazy. Well he's he's, he's a little crazy, crazy but now but, like, it's, it's less publicized. Everyone kind of forgot about that once he started well, when, hanging off buildings. Like really like once four came out <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, right? No, like seriously. that. When he, like he, he did that in four. He it's was insane. hanging yeah. off the. That was totally real, and it, it didn't look real. Like, like it's not like they're trying to make it look real. It mm-hmm. actually was real, yeah. and that really does make a difference to you know me 
and people who like they like I, I saw a commercial for skyscraper and they show Dwayne Johnson totally in green screen hanging Jump, off or yeah yeah there is nothing Jumping the jump there is all field length there is absolutely building. nothing of depth there or of anything not and even visual depth no. exactly <laughs> and it's and I just really I really appreciate this franchise as a whole for actually caring about the entertainment experience for the audience and Tom Cruise for actually doing his very best to entertain us yeah. and it really works and I that is why I I, I it's it might be the it's probably my second favorite franchise Die, Die Hard is always number one yeah Sam what about you Oh, pretty much exactly what you guys are saying. It's yeah. uh they they all they all have problems and in some way they all have the same problem. Yeah, it really yeah. is the same problem. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. They're very watchable, entertaining. They're like you don't have to feel bad for saying you like them. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, they're, they're not no, guilty, they're not pleasures. guilty pleasures. Yeah. Well, two maybe. No, two. No, two is definitely a guilty pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a and I'll I'll, sure. I'll admit it. I I liked yeah. it, but yeah, I think overall, yeah, we're all kind Pretty of positive. the exact same yeah. viewpoints. More or less, yeah, yeah. And so I guess that's I guess that's it. Uh, I guess that's it for this for for the moment. Um, but first, just on this episode specifically, uh, if you want to leave a comment. Uh, let us know anything like what do you think of this franchise if you can explain the plots <laughs> of any of them in, in like a sentence or two yeah any one of them uh, make it like a funny thing like what's make it yeah. make it goofy yeah. yeah yeah explain explain the plots of each of these <laughs> sentence each yeah. I would love to see that just something like that or you know what whose face mask would you have just <laughs> yeah. anything uh, yeah. yeah, comment at johnnegroni.com or email us ataig podcast at gmail.com uh, or follow us on Twitter at anywaycast for all the updates and links and stuff. Those will be there. Uh, and like we said, we are taking a short break around a month, maybe a little bit longer, uh, but we will be back. So in the meantime, uh, tell your friends, spread the word, let us let let everyone know. Where they can find their weekly uh, <laughs> slew of nonsense, mostly having to do that's with us. movies. Uh, that's us. <laughs> and I think that's all we got. I'm Sam. I'm Anthony. I'm Jason. And we'll see you next time, should you choose to accept us. <laughs> <laughs>